Metro Vancouver's board of directors uh, last week, late last week, approved a plan to hike fees on new developments. Uh, uh, and, and by hike, I mean substantially hike in some cases. And many have said that that uh, move would potentially set up a showdown with the federal government over housing money. Now, in a majority vote, the board, which is made of, up of uh, municipal mayors, uh, councils from around the region, approved the incre- increase of what they call the development cost charges, or DCCs. And that the DCCs would apply to construction to help pay for billions of dollars in planned upgrades to regional water, liquid waste, and park infrastructure. Uh, essentially, what the, um, those leaders, mayors and councillors have said, growth should pay for growth. Well, what does that mean? Well, according to an independent study done for Metro Vancouver's board, the increases, the DCC increases, would mean the cost of a new detached home, uh, the DCC charges, would increase from about $18,000 to $24,000. The cost of a new townhouse would increase uh, $16,000 to $22,000. And the cost of a new apartment could increase from 11000 just over $14,000 per unit when fully implemented. Now, the federal housing minister, Sean Fraser, did pen an open letter to the board chair, the board chair being Delta Mayor George Harvey, warning that um, going ahead with DCCs could deter development by offsetting the impact of other measures that reduce the cost of building. So basically saying, look, we as the federal government are willing to cut some taxes on our side, the federal taxes, uh, but don't make up for them by increasing the DCCs, which they have done. But the local leaders here say, look, growth has to pay for growth. We need all of these things are not very sexy, but we do need to upgrade our regional water infrastructure, our liquid waste and park infrastructure as well. And that should be paid by the developers who are, you know, leading to all this growth. And yes, we do need it. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about DCCs is Dylan Kruger, who is a Delta City Councillor. Dylan, thank you for joining us. Jazz, thanks for having me. Sorry for the long introduction, but I think it's important we have this conversation to make sure everybody's on the same page here. Uh, do you, now, you support the DCCs? Uh, I do, yeah. And just to set the stage, I mean, I, I think you did a very good job explaining it. I don't think I knew what a development cost charge was before I was <laughs> a member of council, and I don't expect many of your listeners would either. But uh, just to set the stage, our region is expected to grow by a million people by 2050. So that's a million more people who need clean drinking water, a million more people flushing their toilets, a million more people taking showers, watering their lawns, turning on the dishwasher. And to do all of that, you need infrastructure. As you mentioned, we need wastewater treatment plants, water reservoirs, underground water mains. This infrastructure is incredibly expensive. So the job for us at Metro Vancouver's elected officials is to find that balance between existing residents paying uh, for upgrades to existing uh, infrastructure and uh, new growth and developers who are for-profit developers paying their fair share towards that cost as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, does any other region do what we're doing in regards to increasing DCCs? Certainly every region in Canada would have a form of development cost charge, and uh, I know many are facing the same uh, cost pressures that, that we are. These are not optional expenditures, and right now homeowners are actually subsidizing. They're paying the vast majority uh, of the cost of growth in the region. What we're trying to do by phasing in these increases is actually get to a place where it's, it's more of a 50-50 share. So by the end of 2028, uh, basically 50% of the cost uh, of uh, upgrades to infrastructure will be paid by existing residents and 50% uh, by, by developers. What's the, what's the uh, breakdown now between uh, business and, and homeowners? Uh, well, I, the, uh, I don't know the specific figures off the top of my head, but I think, uh, you know, we, we are already seeing some people say, you know, that we should be putting these costs directly on to business owners and property owners in the region. 
Uh, but property owners are already paying these increases, in many cases, double-digit increases to keep up with the cost of inflation. So you're saying you after, afford- in that time, you're going to be able to get it to 50-50 by 2028 in regards to uh, private citizens, residents, and the taxes that we pay and businesses that are sharing those costs? Uh, well, not, yeah, not businesses, but the, uh, the for-profit Sorry, developers. For-profit yeah. developers, yes, I yeah. have to say that. Um, now, in the case of what the housing minister is saying, uh, you're okay, or the the folks that you're talking with at Metro Vancouver's board, because um, you all do talk to each other, you consult with each other, you still think it's worth going ahead, even though the federal government is saying we may hold back federal dollars and grants uh, to help the region because we're trying to cut here, cut taxes, and you guys are just adding to them. First of all, you know, I appreciate where the minister is coming from. We've got a very pro-housing minister. I'm a very pro-housing counselor. I'm one of the more pro-housing counselors that I know. Uh, but we need to make sure that we're making decisions because they're good policy decisions, not just because of the political implications, which is, I know, sometimes difficult to do. The minister is negotiating with the wrong level of government. This is about accelerator housing fund applications, which individual cities, city of Vancouver, city of Delta, city of Burnaby, are applying for. The Metro Vancouver as a regional entity is not eligible for these funds. So uh, the minister essentially is you know, threatening to, to hold up individual municipal uh, funding applications as a result of a regional decision. So I think it'd be a much more productive discussion to look at individual deals with uh, cities to see what cities on this on the municipal level can do to increase the supply of housing in their own in their own jurisdictions. Uh, so in the in the case of uh, the lower mainland municipalities, it was the case of Burnaby and Surrey, where uh, uh, Mr. Fraser, the federal housing minister, paused announcements on 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 those dollars. I think Kelowna, which is one of the cities that did receive millions of dollars in federal funding to speed up construction, but certainly, do you worry that individual communities now could be losing out because of this decision? Well, you know, again, on the Metro Vancouver level, on the regional level, the minister was asking us to defer implementation of these DCC increases for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that deferral would have cost Metro Vancouver taxpayers $100 million just for that one-year deferral. So, I think if the federal government was coming to the table with a check for $100 million or some sort of means to, to pay for what they were asking for, uh, I think that'd be a re- reasonable conversation. But the choice was to defer and essentially put that $100 million onto uh, existing property tax bills, uh, which would be a significant hit, uh, or, or to stay the course. So we always have time, and, and you know, Chair Harvey was, was, was very good. He put in, a, he supported a motion to put some economic testing in. So we, this, these fee increases are not coming into place until January 1st of 2025. So we've got a year and a couple of months uh, to continue to do our economic testing, uh, to look at the market impact of this. Uh, but I think the Metro Board has been very reasonable in putting a year and a half delay on implementation and then even then phasing in these increases over a three-year period uh, to get us up to a point where growth is closer to paying for growth in the region. Now, I talk broadly about, and you mentioned as well, the broad infrastructure needs. Are there specific projects you can already point to that one day uh, we could be paying uh, for with these increase in DCCs? Uh, yeah, well, certainly when you look at the, the 
significant number. A- anytime a new subdivision opens up uh, across the region, there is a cost to, to dig underground to connect that subdivision uh, into the Metro Vancouver uh, water and, and wastewater uh, treatment systems. We also have uh, existing multi-billion dollar uh, wastewater treatment uh, projects that need to be upgraded, such as the, the $10 billion, that's billion with a B dollar, uh, Iona wastewater treatment plant. Uh, we are a, a, a region that's growing with aging infrastructure. And that cost will be significant over the years, and we have to find the right balance to pay for it without soaking taxpayers with a 40%, 50% increase on their property bills. Is there, for some of these big projects, uh, and we've talked about uh, water especially, um, should the provincial government not be playing a bigger role there, the senior level of government? In many cases, you want, you'll want you need grants if there's a $10 billion project. It can't all be paid for the Metro Vancouver voters. I'm going to assume some of those dollars will actually have to come in, in funding from the provincial, even federal government. Yeah, we, we, and we have. We have received small influxes of, of, of cash uh, for these projects. But certainly, you, you look at it, the example of TransLink. When we have transit funding in the region, we typically go with a third, a third, a third. Uh, 30% uh, municipal, regional, 30% provincial, 30% federal. Transit uh, investment seems to be recognized as necessary from senior government in order to accommodate growth growth that senior government is encouraging municipalities to accept. Why should it be any different when it comes to water uh, or sewer? Uh, These are the costs of growth in the region, which are provincial and federal goals. Okay. Dylan, thank you for your time. Jazz, thank you so much.